Hi, popping in here with an impromptu voice note episode um, because, wait, let me shut the window, it's loud, Um, because I got something I gotta say. Um, Just kidding, but really, I have been just feeling all the things, all the wide range of spectrums of emotions this week as it has been my anniversary of my contract template shop. Um, I've been settling back down into Sayulita after I went home for a few weeks, which some of you might know the history of if you listened to one of my past episodes recently about that, about my trip home. Um, And I hit a major milestone in my business, but I've also felt like super stressed out and super overwhelmed with all the things I have to do before the end of the year in order to set myself up for success next year. And next year is going to be a year that I plan on being very like action oriented and focused on growth and like interacting with people every day more versus this year was kind of more chill, steady, um, obviously I grew, but at the same time we, or me, I was also kind of just like ready to try to sustain things. I wasn't ready for that like exponential growth that I'm ready for next year because I didn't have a clear why, right? My why was always make, you know, an abundant income so that I can travel and sustain the lifestyle that I want to live and also have money for rainy days and have the ability to earn an income not necessarily doing only legal client work because when you in when you envelop yourself in just legal client work it could be quite stressful your people are outsourcing their stress to you people tend to be very like concerned with whatever's going on so they're just a little bit more needy sometimes about like following up or whatever if depending on the right clients like my ideal clients the people who I actually accept most legal work from are not like that but that's why I work with quality and not quantity of people but in any event I was feeling the wide spectrum of emotions this week and I just wanted to take some time to pop in and just kind of share my findings. I made a post on my Instagram about this today and I will kind of summarize that here but essentially it's so easy when you are focused on the day-to-day to be blinded by the day-to-day that you're not taking a step back to look at how far you've come. You're not looking at the big picture. You're not checking from you know the vantage point of all of that. And so it's very easy to just get wrapped up in everything that is the stressors in your business rather than looking at all of the successes and everything like that. So with that said, I wanted to take the last couple of days. It's the 13th now and starting on the 11th, which is clearly one of the more sentimental days in the business for me. Um, I wanted to take some time to just reflect and be grateful for how far I've come, um, to not compare myself to others, to not think about all the things I have to do, quote unquote, to get to where I want to be, quote unquote, um, to release the expectations of where I should be or where I need to be next year, 
to take some time for myself so that I can make sure that in my interactions with other people I'm putting my best foot forward or at least like trying to um or at least trying not to it's very easy when you're like caught up in the day-to-day stress to take that stress out on people and that's something that I really hated about working at a traditional law firm in New York like I would always do that there was no like checks and balances because everybody was doing that right so everybody was just taking their stress out on people and that was just normal so that was something I hated about that job and that's something that I don't want to bring into my team my company culture anyone that I work with and there's a difference between voicing a displeasure versus and like you know taking things as criticism or providing criticism um and like suggestions and feedback that are not personal like it's business not personal right so you can still like be displeased about something but you don't need to necessarily lash out on people or anything and I like I don't think that many lawyers in New York like really understand that but in any event so I wanted to take time this week because there were a lot of things stressing me out there were a lot of people needing my attention and I was like letting things kind of like slip I was dropping the ball a little bit on a couple of deadlines for people who are there to support me um because I was so focused on this sale and putting everything all of my eggs in the basket of the sale and when I was like forcing things and like doing things for an end result rather than for a why I wasn't seeing the results I wanted externally it wasn't matching my expectations because instead it was matching the vibration that I was putting out there which is like this has to work why isn't it working there's lack of people out there who need what I have you know scarcity mindset shit that I've also talked about in the past episode but instead I maybe around like Monday or Tuesday of this week it's Saturday now I started really taking a step back and focusing on the energetics on focusing on the positives about things on pivoting towards those positive thoughts like I've talked about in the last episode after reading the Money and the Law of Attraction book from Abraham Hicks and also um, just in terms of like shifting my perspective on my, my daily environment and stuff to like working and surrounding myself with people who had different perspectives and positive outlooks rather than just sitting by myself in my room wondering if I'm alone feeling alone and not wanting to like not ha- not feeling like I had anyone to like really just like call and vent to about things or something like that because it can feel really lonely and it's hard because sometimes you are stressed out you want to vent about something but you don't want to burden your friends who are also running businesses if they if you do have friends that understand if you're fortunate enough to have friends that understand what the fuck you're going through you're not going to always or in my opinion you shouldn't always you know call them like whenever you feel exactly like you need to vent or complain or anything like that because they're busy too and they have their own energetics that need to go into their business so it's acceptable to do that sometimes sparingly but you should also take the steps that you can 
to self-regulate and figure out first is this something that I do need someone's perspective on that I do need to talk out or is this some kind of limiting belief or mindset shift or some kind of insecurity that I have that I need to work through and that I can work through through things like journaling or you know shadow work like sitting with your thoughts or through simply just changing my outlook and changing my environment and changing the people I talk to. I'm very fortunate that I live in an area where there are a lot of people who work online. You know, there are some shortcomings about living in a surf town like Sailita because there are a lot of people who don't work and I've definitely fallen into that trap traveling where I've like pushed work aside because oh the surf looks good or oh like you know there's this party going on even though I don't even really drink like you know just wanting to socialize. Um, but at the same time, if you find the right people, which was like my intention this time coming back, then you will be satisfied with some of the conversations you can have with people. And I'm glad because I now have a little bit of a network here of people who also work remotely, who also own businesses, who, um, you can talk out ideas with and you can just like put things back into perspective right so that brings me back to the whole point of this episode and the whole point of my post I made today on Instagram perspective shifts are so important I can't underestimate or I can't understate that enough or I can't emphasize that enough perspective is everything in the book the money and the law of attraction by abraham hicks they describe perspective or anything that happens as like a stick that has two sides there's the negative side of the stick which is what most of us focus on i'm not making enough money that person's has more success than me that person's whatever is cooler than me that person has something i want why don't i have that why am i not there yet why doesn't anybody see the value in this why doesn't anybody you know appreciate me blah 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 versus the on the same thing that happens there's the positive side of the stick which is look at this opportunity for growth this has illuminated for me what i need to focus on next right this is something that i have not been prioritizing that i clearly want to prioritize because i'm feeling a feeling of discomfort when i think of it so that means it's not truly in alignment with me and that means that i have an opportunity for growth and i want to change the results i'm getting and i can just shift now i know what to prioritize and focus on right um and just like really putting a positive there's a positive outcome and positive perspective that you can have for everything that happens truly and you know even with this sale that happened I can say things like oh last year I made more money or um you know I could say something like um why is my reach on Instagram sucks like nobody's listening to what I'm saying nobody cares about what I'm saying like blah 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 or I can say you know, this really illuminated for me how I need to re-evaluate my content strategy and start to actually take action on what I've been meaning to do, which is nurture my email list, build my email list with people who aren't just existing customers, and also really prioritize my podcast, which has been a goal of mine for years. And for whatever fucking reason, I just like 
am not as like new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday about it, right? Um, or it can show me like, okay, Nina, you've you've kind of like exhausted your options here, but maybe it's time for you to expand into Instagram ads or Facebook ads. And um, once you have your new branding and your new professional photos, you can um, do that and bring more eyes onto your business because you've been holding yourself back as well because I've never had professional branding or photography before recently or like now I'm working on it. And um, you can start to put yourself out there for PR and press, which I've also never done because I wanted to have professional photos, professional website, everything like that. So it's showing me things that I knew that I wanted, that I knew were next for me, but for whatever reason, because this year I decided to have very slow growth, I wasn't making them a priority because I was enjoying my time every day. And so I'm seeing how like, okay, yeah, I still, I maybe didn't reach the expectations that I set for myself that don't even feel aligned that only I set for myself because I see what everybody else is doing online, right? All of the things that they're talking about. And I don't even see the full story. And I'm setting those expectations and holding myself to them. But at the same time, like, they didn't feel right all year. I did exactly what I had to do to maintain, to sustain, and to learn where the holes were in my business and in my work ethic and in my mindset and everything so that I can fill those gaps this year and have next year be a year of growth, right? For me, what I envision for my business is a year of exponential growth, a year of working out the kinks and sustaining, a year of exponential growth, a year of working out the kinks and sustaining, a year of adding new services, a year of maintaining and perfecting what I have. That's what I envision for myself. That's what feels right for me. And so I enjoy having four hours in the middle of the day to go surf and go have lunch and go chit chat with people in the neighborhood um, versus having six calls back to back with clients who are paying $1,500 for whatever thing they need, right? That is something that maybe in certain months or certain periods of my business, I would want. And 2020 was a lot of that kind of like phone calls all the time kind of thing. But this year, I didn't want that. I didn't want a lot of phone calls. I didn't want a lot of like people relying on me to be in a place and a time because I was enjoying my time getting to know a new home, getting to find my home. The Also, the, the pandemic's been difficult for people like me who don't have a home base and we're trying to figure out where that could be for now and for the foreseeable future because the world is so uncertain, right? So I really focused on that this year, like figuring out where my place in the world is at this point, right? And so now I have a more clear why of why I wanted to grow next year, not just for selfish reasons, not just for comparing myself to others, but because now my why is, okay, I've found places that I want to call home. Now it's time for me to um, either get like my first long-term rental in five years or um buy a piece of property somewhere and then really envelop myself into a community and give back like if you're somewhere long term then you can start to give back to the community and share the wealth 
and create new opportunities for other people as well, right? So that's now that I have a why for next year, which my goal is to ultimately be able to purchase my first piece of land or at least put a down payment next year by the end of next year. Now I'll be motivated next year to shift into like action mode again, right? And it's funny because I was having all these thoughts inside my head. This is like everything that that I've been rambling about has been like everything going on in my head and inside my journal the last week. And then out of the blue, not out of the blue, but it's synchronistically um, aligned that I crossed a major milestone income-wise in my business on 11-11 that I thought would be possible by the end of the year, but I didn't think it would happen on that day. And once I stopped, like, really forcing it or like holding myself and giving pressure to it then it suddenly became like just something that happened and it was just ironic to me and very synchronized that it happened the week that I was changing my mindset about everything the week that I was changing my perspective that I was pivoting to more positive feeling thoughts and things that felt more aligned and really tuning into my inner guidance system to see what felt more aligned or what I thought I should do because I saw other people doing and things like that. It happened the same week that I was re-evaluating my why for why I want more money next year, right? So the threshold that I crossed, and I even almost hate saying this because I don't want other people to judge me based off of it, like judge me in two ways. Like number one, some people listening to this might think it's a low number, lower than what they thought my business would earn. And other people might think it's a lot and think I'm like bragging or somewhat, whatever. But I crossed, I hit $200,000 for the year in my business on eleven eleven, And to me, that is, that is significant for me because that's actually when you're a multiple six-figure business, right? Like people call themselves multiple six-figure businesses when they've earned like 107,000 or 140,000. That's not multiple six figures. Multiple six figures is when you've earned six figures multiple times over. And so now I have this perspective about how like, wow, I've generated over $190,000 in income revenue, like before taxes, before expenses, before any of that stuff, right? There's a lot of overhead that goes into running an online business as well. So this is just revenue. It's not like money in my bank account, but I've generated over $190,000 in stuff that didn't really exist five years ago. I've generated it in a career that didn't exist when I graduated from law school and actually didn't even exist until I created it for myself, right? Like I saw other coaches doing things. I saw other online creators doing things, but there was no other lawyers making the kind of money and generating the volume of sales that I generated this year when I was starting out selling contract templates in 2019. There were a few other lawyers online. Like I always talk about Zara from Zara Watson Law and 
Ashley from Unorthodox Legal, who ironically are both women of color and they are both from New York. And I fucking look up to them so much because they were the only two people that I like could identify online who did who did sell contract templates and who did work online. But both of them, I'm pretty sure, mostly focus on legal services still. Like Zara has a very successful law practice and she's married to a lawyer as well. So they have a law practice together. She also sells contract templates and like other resources for lawyers. But I'm, I'm not sure if that's like her main leg of her business like it is for me. And Ashley is a trademark genius. And she's the one who really got me involved in trademark law which I ultimately, as much as I enjoy it, I don't enjoy the day-to-day of that. So I only do that sparingly for X number of clients throughout the year. So with that said, you know, I saw them both back in 2019, like giving me kind of permission for myself to go online, but there was no like, like there was like a lot of questions. There was a lot of like ethical rules I had to navigate around that I wasn't sure about and you know I just took a risk I took a chance I didn't know if it was like acceptable like if the you know if the the board that licensed lawyers would allow us to to really like work online and everything like it was a lot of research and it was a lot of like meeting with different ethics experts and meeting with a lot of people who I looked up to as mentors in the law in New York and getting their perspectives and then taking the chance and saying, okay, well, I'm going to set up a separate LLC because if all these other people can sell contract templates, like if you can go into a bookstore and buy a book that has contract templates in the back for operating agreements, if it's a book about setting up an LLC, you can buy a book and in the back there's a operating agreement template that fucking sucks and there's no like instructions or anything. So if you could do that, then why can't you know, if LegalZoom, that's not a law firm, can sell contract templates, like, why can't I, right, through a separate LLC, not through my law firm, because you couldn't get it insured, and as lawyers, you, for your law firm, you have to have insurance, obviously, for malpractice, so I took that risk, I made that decision, and then other people that you might see now doing these things, they came to people like me to ask, how do you get around those rules and start to sell templates online? And I say, I set up a separate LLC. And now I advise the other lawyers that you see online doing things, giving them permission, quote unquote, to also take the risk, to pioneer this new space, right? But like the true pioneers back in the day, like it was me, Zara, Ashley, maybe one or two others, and then maybe like six months later or a year later, I met Chandler, who started doing this too. Um, And she grew a name for herself pretty quickly. But really, there were no, nobody was really doing what I was doing. And so when I think about how I generated that much income, it's not just like, oh, I earned $200,000. It's like, no, I fucking created this. I created this like idea of value that I can add that served a very specific need and really could help people in a way that 
there was a need, like there was a gap in the, in the market. There's people who can't afford to go to a lawyer and get contracts, right? And so who are the type of people who are starting businesses? Let me help them. And then the timing, like the timing was just fucking divine with like the pandemic, like I hate to say, but I started building this brand, you know, for a year and almost a half before the pandemic hit. And then by the time everybody was coming online to start their business, I was already at the cusp of really establishing myself as an authority and one of the first lawyers that people would know, right? Like when people would find me, I would be the first lawyer that they would ever see on Instagram doing this, even though there were a handful of others who were also doing this, right? But like in their perspective, I'd be the first, right? So it just... It, it just blows my mind, like, how many things aligned, good or bad, for this to be my reality right now. Like, this shit did not exist, like, at all. Like, it it's from fucking thin air. And even the products that I sell, like, the contracts I write come from fucking thin air. Like, it came from my brain to form words and sentences to my fingers to my Microsoft Word and then to your computers, to everyone who's bought. So thank you so much if you're listening and you've gotten one of my contract templates. If you've ever given me ideas for content to create, like it's just, it just blows my mind. And like, if I go to talk to other lawyers in real life or people from my law school, like they still don't understand what I do or how I make money. And the ironic thing is like, I can promise you that, you know, most people who are five years out of law school, I'm I'm 6 years out of out of law school now. I graduated in 2015. Most people at this stage are maybe making junior partner or senior associate, which means they are nowhere near the top decision makers of the firms that they're at and they're not making anywhere near most likely the amount of money that I'm making. So it's just like I, it's just, it's just so crazy to me. Like I can't underestimate it. And like for you listening, like if you are a mindset coach, if you're a manifestation coach, if you are a copywriter, if you are a photographer, like think back to six years ago and think about how less likely it was that you could do what you do today full time and make the income that either you are making now or that someone in your niche is making that like paved the way for you, right? Like photographers, 10 years ago, you didn't go into photography to make a lot of money. 10 years ago, you didn't go into graphic design to make a lot of money. 10 years ago, you were, you'd, your family would probably laugh at you if you wanted to be a professional writer, right? Your family had no idea what manifestation was, right? Like, It's so crazy that we are all able to create something from thin fucking air. Something that literally, we are in a time where a lot of the jobs that exist today that we see and are exposed to every day did not fucking exist six years ago, 10 years ago. Like that is crazy. And so if you are someone who is, you know, in your early 20s or someone who is at the stage where you're just starting your first career and you're listening to this and you're thinking about going online, like take a moment to be grateful that these career options exist because they didn't when I was growing up. They it, they just didn't. They didn't exist when I was in my mid-20s, right? So just be grateful and then 
the world is your oyster. So it's just funny to me. The last thing I'll say is that like, I don't have to take a lot of law firm clients anymore. So I don't. And if I don't like working with someone, I'll just like refund them their money and like go on with my life. So my law firm is probably sitting around like $15,000 worth of revenue, if that. And my other like things that I offer and sell between business mentorship and and uh, like educational offerings and contract templates like this isn't even really counting affiliate income or anything is making me almost two hundred thousand dollars like one hundred ninety thousand dollars like what that's just so crazy <laughs> like I'm a lawyer I still practice law I'm everything I do is related to the law but I'm not doing like the boring stuff all the time unless I want to for people I love and it's issues I care about. Like I love negotiating contracts and like representing you if you need me to look at a contract or like help you seal a deal. Like I love that, but only for people who like have high stakes and see the value in that. Not for like someone who's like, why should I pay a thousand dollars for your contract when I could do it myself, blah, blah. Like, no, you don't see the value. Your Your business, I'm sorry, is probably not like, as important as like if you don't think it's that important then like it's not important to me either I'm sorry like then the stakes aren't high it's gonna be boring for me it's going to be like you are gonna be annoying about it so like whatever you're not an ideal client go to fucking go to google and copy and paste your contracts if you know if it's not worth it to you whatever but I work with people who like come to me for contracts that are for things that might generate them $200,000 from a Black Friday sale, you know? And that excites me. And so those are the projects I take that will lead to that, like, 15000 in revenue, right? So I take them because I want to, not because I have to. And that, to me, is such a blessing. I'm so grateful every day. And one of the things I want to do next year is really focus on my agency for lawyers and helping them shift online so through business mentorship helping them start online and then once they've started online they're like a year in or six months in and they're like starting to get really busy and overwhelmed whether they're you know a lawyer who does still do traditional legal services or wants to create a course or whatever um creating their content for them because they don't have time for that but they also need someone who understands the law and can create fun content that's not stale because a lot of lawyers online too are like statute of limitations did you know that that means blah 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 or their graphics suck because they didn't spend as much time fucking around on canva as i have over the last four years right so so like i am dying to create content for lawyers that is what i want to do with my free time once i have my funnels built next year for the contract templates and ceo skills and can make that a little bit more evergreen and then shift my attention that i normally would spend on legal clients to serve less legal clients in a more intimate way so just maybe like max like four or five legal clients for the year that come to me and then have like maybe five clients that are lawyers that come to me to help create their content and spend my time doing that and then the other free time that I have creating more podcast episodes creating more free content for you guys making things fun 
and yeah, hosting events maybe, right? So that's really it. That's my little episode. Um, I'm laying down, so I probably sound like super weird, my voice. I don't know. I'm going to go. This episode ended up being longer than I, than I thought it would be, but I am very grateful and I hope that you, um, have a positive train of thoughts and are feeling really inspired and motivated after this episode. And if you're listening, as always, thank you so much. And I can't wait to get more consistent with the podcast. If you have, like, it kind of stinks that podcasts are not super interactive. So if you do have Spotify, you can listen on Spotify and I can do like Q&A kind of things. There's like a new feature on Anchor, which is what I use for my podcast. And you, there's like a Q&A kind of thing that like I can ask questions and you can respond to. Um, if you're on iTunes, please leave a review. If you have any suggestions for podcast episodes that you want to hear from me. Um, and if not, like just share it on your stories or DM me. I appreciate you and um just like introduce yourself if you listen and let me know again yeah what topics you want to hear me talk about topics coming up more about content creation and launching digital products passive income more about full-time travel because a lot of you have been asking especially about the realities and pulling back the curtains on what life is like when you do live and travel somewhere because it's not i'm not on vacation guys like I walk down the street, it's not a vacation for me. I'm not just, like, relaxing. Like, I walk down the street to pick up my laundry and I'm stressed the fuck out because of shit happening with work, right? I'm not, like, always, like, look at the palm trees. Like, you know, sometimes I'm like that, but it's just... It's easier to be like that than if I was personally in New York. But some people might think of New York like that. Like, look at the buildings, right? But, like... I don't know. You you have to train your perspective to always think of the positive thoughts no matter where you are. So just so you know. So the realities of full-time travel, it's another topic I'll talk about. And then as always, contract templates, etc. etc. So that's it. Hope you guys liked this episode. And thank you so much. Heartfelt thank you um, for being part of my journey. Um, and to like the 26 people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> I love you. I still show up because like that's a lot of people like if I was in a room full of like not every episode is 26 people like they obviously get more but there's like 26 of you that like actually listen within like the first two days and there's like 16 of you that listen on like the first day so you guys like please fucking message me I'll figure out some way to like thank you I'll figure out something I can like do for you message me if you're one of like the 16 people who listen to this podcast on the first day and I'll like lol with you and like figure out something that I could do as like a nice little bonus or thank you so yeah keep showing up if I was in a room full of 16 of you that would feel like wow a lot of people came to my birthday party (laughs) so keep showing up keep doing you Maybe one day I'll have 16,000 people on my podcast by the end of next year. I don't know. Who knows? All right. See you next time.